What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special episode of Note to Scene. So it's been 20 days since Bring Me the Horizon dropped their new song, Parasite Eve. And I wanted to do an episode kind of breaking down its initial numbers and then put those numbers into context through their long tail performance and just show the overall trajectory of the song. It's so easy to just get caught up in the moment of a drop from an important artist like Bring Me and really just lose grasp of the bigger picture of things and before i get started i want to be fully transparent bring the horizon is the only band yet to break out of the scene who can release a new song and actually make it feel like a moment a day to remember can't all time low can't etc etc you just go down the list bring me is the biggest band left in the scene that is yet to break out and this is really coming down to make or break for them the more songs that they release so first and foremost we have to give them credit for that and second Let's talk about the song. Truth is, they need another drown moment to build up the hype that that's the spirit had. The day drown dropped was the last time the scene really felt important and that it permeated outside of our little bubble. I remember waking up the Thursday that Parasite Eve dropped and just asking myself, will that happen today? Will the scene have another moment like that? And we didn't. But we got the closest thing we can get to that in 2020. So... Ultimately, Parasite Eve would have been a great secondary single. Bands, all I ask is that you lead with something that you can, that can actually be pushed. Bring Me has literally regressed right back into the rock box. I mean, Parasite Eve is three songs mashed into one. And honestly, to Bring Me's credit, they combine them better than any other band out there right now could. But the song can't go anywhere. It's, it's weird EDM heavy rock. And guess what? It's only getting pushed in the rock world. I mean, like, what the fuck happened, guys? That's the spirit was the ultimate proposition for Bring Me the Horizon. You could write dope. Linkin Park bangers and breakout pop hits with an experimental side that had potential to go in so many different directions. I remember the day Throne dropped. I was in Cleveland and Matt and I were still working at Alternative Press and we were out at lunch and that's when the song had dropped and he's like, this is the best song I've heard in five years. He was all about it. And that's, that was the hype that that album gave this band. And they released it on a major label and it was their first huge look and they delivered on all the songs. And as we'll see through this conversation, they go to Ammo, Ludens, Now We're Here, They're Not Delivering. So I don't mind the, the chanting intro. I mean, build up your hype. I think it's a cool, kind of cheesy way to build, to build up hype into the intro of a song. But the second that kind of low-key brooding verse hit, I knew the hook was just going to explode into like this big, expansive, rock-leaning chorus. I mean, is, is, is Parasite Eve a bad song? No, it's definitely coherent enough to be considered good. I'm at a 7 out of 10 on it, but damn it, bring me, like, you're never gonna break out unless you write the songs to do it. And the numbers around Parasite Eve prove that. So let's dive into those numbers. The music video is what the big hype was around. I mean, they they premiered it on YouTube. So when you premiere a video on YouTube, there's a chat room, you get to watch it live as it counts down, everyone's in, like, this little bubble, you can see how many people are watching it at once. So 
once the video premiered, within the first 15 minutes, it had 125,000 views. Some of these views are processing from the live premiere, which help initial, initial view counts a ton. They needed to keep a steady pace to break 1 million in the first 24 hours. That That's the goal here. Can Bring Me the Horizon do a million views on YouTube in the first 24 hours of the release? At that point, we were going to learn a whole lot more within the first hour. Within the first 20 minutes, it did 146,000. And within the first 60 minutes, it did 257,000. That's a very promising start right out of the gate for the song. And it was likely going to put it on the trending tab in the U.S. pretty shortly thereafter, which was really going to help push it close to that 1 million mark within the first 24 hours. So surprisingly, and I didn't think it would, and I didn't actually see it, save for a couple screenshots that fans sent me on Twitter, it broke the top 25 Twitter trends in the US and got way higher in other countries throughout the world on Twitter. It did end up breaking a million views within the first 24 hours. It broke it in the first 18, which is impressive. I will absolutely give them that. It peaked at number seven on YouTube's US trending tab. Moving over to the audio-only side, it did 311,000 worldwide streams on Spotify in the first nine hours that it was live. So the song went live at 3 p.m. Eastern on that Thursday. So it gave it nine hours to live on Spotify and Apple Music. Usually scene bands aren't big enough to get this treatment. You really only see it from major label artists that are prioritized. If a song gets dropped in the middle of the day on YouTube, they usually don't go live on streaming services until Friday night at midnight. That's usually when everything gets added to playlist. I mean, that's when New Music Friday gets updated, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're a priority for a label uh, on, a, on a larger scale than anything that's involved in the scene, as opposed to like your pure noise record bands or your hopeless bands, you can put the song on streaming services as soon as it goes live on YouTube. And that's what Bring Me was able to do here. It sucks because you don't get the full 24-hour streams for a song. It, get, it gets broken up, but as I said before, most of your views initially will go to the video because that's where the moment's at. Everyone wants to see the visual aspect of the song, but as we'll see in a little bit, a lot of people don't keep returning to the video aspect. They end up going to audio only in the long tail. So it did 1.1 million streams on Spotify during its second day, which was its first full 24-hour period. It debuted and peaked at number 89 on the Spotify Worldwide daily stream chart, but it only made it to number 144 in the U.S. with 255,000 streams, which proves none of the momentum out of the gates was coming from the States, and that just that, that says a lot of where the U.S. is at with Bring Me the Horizon. I mean, literally not even close to half was from the U.S. So I'm recording this episode on July 16th. The song came out on June 25th. So nearly nearly three weeks have passed. And let's break this down, audio and video, every day since. So it has 10.2 million streams on Spotify. Uh, to put that into context, it did w over... 1 million streams, almost 1.2 million streams in its first 24-hour period. It's only done a little over 10 million in a 20-day period. If you break that down, it's only doing 510,000 streams a day. 
its biggest playlists that bring me bring me around right now and where they're getting most of their monthly listeners are from are this is bring me the horizon which is a spotify generated playlist rock this which is spotify's biggest rock playlist it was on new music friday for a while so it was still getting long tail streams from that war master workout workout playlists are huge on spotify i can't remember the name of the biggest one but the biggest one combines a lot of rock and a lot of hip-hop it's kind of funny but it has almost 9 million subs so if you're a rock band you really want to get on that one this isn't that one the other one they're on is called kick-ass metal it i mean they're in the rock box like the the ceiling is so fucking low here it's ridiculous Moving on to YouTube plays, the YouTube video, oh my gosh, it has 6.9 million YouTube plays in 20 days. It did over a million in the first 24. So break it down, you're doing 345,000 streams a day. That is nothing. I mean, the, the amount of momentum that has fallen out from the bottom of this song is absolutely ridiculous. But as I said before, most people eventually will stop going to the video and go to the audio only version of the song to listen to it if the song is good enough. It's obvious, though, that the momentum is not carrying over to the audio only long tail. It should be way, way, way beyond where it's at right now. And it's just not. And it's just it's really disappointing to see. But the bottom line is Parasite Eve was never going to make Bring Me the Horizon a bigger band. And that's what's being proved right now. What they need to do to be thinking about is how many chances they have left of being a big moment band. How many times can they keep this momentum up where Bring Me the Horizon tease that they have a new song coming out and create a huge moment around it. If they keep dropping songs that get the long tail response that Parasite Eve is getting, they don't have many left. Bring Me will forever stay a scene band and never reach their full potential of breaking out and getting Hot 100 success over here in the States. And that's just a shame because they truly have the potential to. But at this point, after Ammo, then Ludens, and now Parasite Eve, it just doesn't look like they're going to write the songs that can get them to that point. So will Bring Me the Horizon ever break out of the scene? The ball is still in their court at this point, but they need to stop fucking around because it won't be for much longer. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any requests for deep dives, email me at note to scene at gmail.com. You can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Note to Scene on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please drop a review on iTunes. I very much appreciate it. Until next week, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon.